everybody, and welcome to your BFW post-game report. I am Jake Fenner, and I am coming to you right after Bayern's first leg of the round of 16 in the 2020-2021 UEFA Champions League season. Bayern Munich defeating Lazio at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome by a score of Four to one. Let's start off by going ahead and taking a look at the starting lineups for each of the teams. Starting off with the home team, Lazio. Former Bayern Munich goalkeeper Pepe Reina starts in goal. They start with a 3-5-2 lineup with Musacchio, Acerbi, and Patrick in the back line. Uh, Marusic, Luis Alberto, Lucas Leva, Sergei Malinkovic-Savic, and Lazzari in the midfield. And a front two of Joaquin Correa and Chiro Immobile, the reigning Golden Boot winner across Europe. Bayern Munich, meanwhile, starting with a 4-2-3-1, as they normally do, with Manuel Neuer in goal. Alfonso Davies, David Alaba, Jerome Boateng, and Nicolas Sule starting on the back line. Benjamin Pavard was out for this game with COVID-19. Uh, Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich in midfield. Uh, Kingsley Coman, Jamal Musiala, and Leroy Sané in the more advanced midfield position, and of course, Robert Lewandowski up top. This game started off very quickly for Bayern Munich. A goal in the ninth minute from Robert Lewandowski off of a massive error, and you will hear that phrase repeated a number of times. It's rather unfortunate for this Lazio team, but... Their multiple errors cost this team their entire game. Uh, Lewandowski scored because uh, Matteo Masaccio, who is normally under any normal circumstances a very good defender, uh, was looking to try and pass the ball back to Pepe Reina um, after a bit of a scuffle, not a scuffle, but a fight for the ball between him and Joshua Kimmich and in doing so, he failed to look up and realize that Robert Lewandowski was standing there ready to poach the ball off of him. He takes the ball, takes a touch around Pepe Reina, and then scores a goal, uh, conserving his time, taking his time, and getting there. And in fairness, if Reina dove for that ball and tried to get it off of the feet of of Lewandowski, and he tripped him and went down, that would have been a red card in the ninth minute because it would have been denial of a clear goal-scoring opportunity if Reina missed. And then Lazio would be in major trouble. Not only would they be a man down, but their normal starting goalkeeper, the Albanian Tomas Strakosha, is injured and will be injured for a while. He does not have a current return date. So without Pepe Reina in goal... They'd be going to their third option, and it's a man who's struggled a lot for Lazio over their first couple of games before Reina was given the full-time starting job. So, thankfully for Lazio, that didn't happen, but unfortunately for them, they gave up a goal 1-0. Flash forward to the 24th minute, uh... Alfonso Davies cuts inside, gives a nice pass off to Leon Goretzka, who kind of like passes it 
with the outside of his foot, dinks it over a Lazio defender slash midfielder, and it lands at the feet of Jamal Musiala, who sends a rocket past Reyna into the back of the net. He's officially Bayern Munich's youngest goal scorer in the UEFA Champions League, and it's his first goal in the Champions League. A great, great thing for the 17-year-old. 2-0 for Bayern Munich. Uh, 28th minute, yellow card to Luis Alberto. This game very quickly in the second half got defined by the amount of yellow cards that were distributed. And for his mistake, uh, Musaccio was taken off in the 30th minute and replaced by Shaynad Lulic. It was very, very weird seeing somebody coming off as early as uh, Musaccio did, but uh, manager Simone Inzaghi knew what he was doing and, of course, that meant that things got a lot better for Lazio. Except they didn't, because in the 42nd minute, Leroy Sané goes ahead and scores a goal off of a terrible, terrible mistake in the Lazio midfield. Two midfielders just run into each other. Neither of them know where the other one really is, and they lose the ball. It trickles out to Kingsley Coleman, who runs down the wing, basically unmarked, untouched, and it turns into something that's basically like a three-on-two breakaway. Uh, Coleman breaks down on the wing. He cuts back. He shoots the ball. It's a save by Pepe Reina, but he's not able to get a good control on the ball. It falls right in front of him to the feet of Leroy Sané, who cleans up the rebound and makes it 3 nothing. and that is how we went into halftime. 47th minute, just two minutes after halftime, Sané gets played through. He tries to send in a low cross to a man in the middle. Uh, center back Francisco Acerbi goes to slide in to prevent that ball from reaching the feet of whoever was in the middle. I didn't clearly see who it was. But nevertheless, it trickles into the goal off of Acerbi's leg, goes down as an own goal. Bayern go up for nothing. Two minutes later, Lazio are able to break the stranglehold that Bayern has on them. They score a goal. Luis Alberto slips a ball into Joaquin Correa, who kind of just waltzes through the Bayern midfield and back line, slips it by Manuel Neuer's right side, makes it 4-1. to one. And then from that point on, it's just a bunch of yellow cards. Lucas Leva gets one in the 51st minute. Correa gets one in the 57th. Adam Marusic gets one in the 65th. Gonzalo Escalante gets one in the 69th minute. Joshua Kimmich gets one in the 72nd minute. Kingsley Coman gets one in the 75th minute. But save that and a couple of other substitutions, nothing else really happened. Final score, Bayern Munich 4, Lazio 1. Not only does Bayern go up with a three-goal lead, they now go home to the Allianz Arena with a four-goal lead on away goals as well, which means that Lazio would need to find a way to brush themselves off and find five goals at the Allianz Arena, which might not be the easiest thing for them to do, especially considering that they have their main one of their two one of their three main starting center backs, Luis Felipe, was not able to play for this game. He was injured. His speculative return date is March 19th, 
which would put him in line to play that second leg of the Champions League, but whether or not he'll actually be able to do that is a completely different issue. But what we can guarantee is that next time, Benjamin Pavard and Thomas Müller will not have covid and therefore they might be able to, barring any other injuries, knocking on wood, uh, be able to play that second leg game at home. So, looking at this game, it was probably Bayern's most consistent performance that they've had in a very, very long time. I would say ever since their 4-0 win over Atletico Madrid in the very first game of the group stage that they played in this season... They just looked fantastic. They didn't really seem to have many mistakes. Manuel Neuer was pretty dominant in goal. The back line, this back line of Davies, Alaba, Boateng, and an out-of-position Nicolas Sula has been utterly fantastic in terms of being able to shut down opposition wingers and any pacey people coming up through the center or through the wings, which is an eerie statement to be making. If you told me a year ago I'd be praising Nicolas Sula's play as a right back, I think you were absolutely insane. But here we are. He's done a fantastic job being able to step in for Pavar whenever he's had a bad performance or in this case COVID-19. I think that Sula, I don't know if he'll necessarily be the full-time right-back replacement for Benjamin Pavard, but he sure looks good when he, when he plays there anyways. So it was a very clean, very consistent performance for this Bayern team. It had me at one point feeling really sorry for Lazio. I just kept looking at them a lot of times, telling them that they had to shoot the ball, uh, Standout performances in my mind outside of the goal scorers. Kimmich looked like his usual bulldog self. He was always going to get in there and pick fights with anybody and win that midfield back. Davies had a pretty solid game. Alaba had a very solid game. I already mentioned Zula. Uh, a real shout out to Jamal Musiala. It seemed at times that he was either playing in that center attacking midfield role that Müller often occupies or he'd switch off with Kimmich or Goretzka playing back at center defensive midfield. He did phenomenally this game. He got taken off at the 89th minute for Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting. Fantastic job for him. He did really well this game, and I'm really proud of him for being able to turn in this performance at the age of 17. It's it's unbelievable what this kid has been able to do, and I really hope that Yogi Löw calls him up for Germany sometime soon and the kid's able to play for Die Mannschaft. Uh, Lewandowski seemed dominant as always. Even when he didn't score that goal, he kept pressing up the field, and I'd say this might have been Leroy Sané's best performance that I've seen in a Bayern uniform, with the exception of some really weird attempt to get a second goal by, like, back healing a shot across the goal that didn't really have any chance of going in he looked great he looked consistent he looked fantastic he kept pressing he passed the ball more often he was able to share it with other players and for that reason i think that he did a very very good job um with all of that being said i really don't know what else i have to say it was just dominant clean consistent from Bayern. Very proud of the guys for what they were able to do. 
One last thing that I wanted to cover before we wrap things up. Bayern Munich have played 18 Champions League games ever since their last loss in the round of 16 in the 2018-2019 season to Liverpool. They have a record of 17-1-0. 17 wins, 1 draw, no losses. After the first leg of the round of 16 last year, the game against Chelsea, Bayern Munich had an aggregate scoreline of 27-5. This year, after their first leg of the round of 16, their aggregate is 22-6. Now, what we do know is that Bayern's last year season-ending aggregate of 43-8 will look drastically different because, as you will recall, there were not two legs played of every single part of the knockout stage after the round of 16, but that is not important. What is more important is that ever since that Liverpool loss, Bayern Munich's aggregate scoreline in the UEFA Champions League is 65-14. to Compare that to Paris Saint-Germain, who not only had four losses throughout their entire campaign over the last two years, including this season and the season before when they made their finals, their aggregate scoreline is only 42-13. to 13. So Bayern really have been the most dominant team in terms of goal scoring in Europe when you consider that a team with Angel Di Maria, Neymar, and Kylian Mbappe have about 23 less goals than this team. So keep that in mind when we go into our next leg. But... We have bigger things ahead, and now all focus goes towards this weekend where they take on FC Köln in the last Bundesliga game of February. So, with that, thank you all for listening. Please be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, and download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your quality audio content. Follow me on Twitter at Jefferson Fenner. Follow the blog on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works. And until next time, where we will probably preview this game against Cone, we will see you all later. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Mask up. Auf Wiedersehen.